Uh, hello, and thank you for tuning in to Key the Keystone Schools podcast, Keystone Unplugged. This podcast will have multiple Keystone staff members hosting each episode and provide you, our Keystone student and families, with valuable information on resources to help you with your educational journey. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us in another episode of Keystone Unplugged, the Keystone Podcast. My name is Ryan Lombardo. I'm a student success advisor for the Keystone School, and today we are going to be talking about technology for Keystone. So there are a few different areas of technology that you can look at um, that would benefit you as a student and a parent or guardian while within Keystone. So let's take a look at a few different things that you would need um, or could find handy while going through your Keystone classes. The first thing we're going to talk about is just some basic technology, and it's going to be very brief, basic te technology for Keystone classes. Then we're going to break down the technology into different needs, such as uh, scheduling and management, note-taking, submitting coursework, and course interaction, right? So the first thing is basic technology for Keystone. Obviously, if you are taking the online classes, you are going to be needing a computer and an internet connection. And sometimes you might ask yourself, what kind of computer would I need? Could I get by with, you know, just a tablet or even my smartphone? The basic recommendation for technology at Keystone is to use a full laptop or desktop running either Microsoft Windows or Apple's Mac OS. So these devices, which if you were to go into any kind of uh, store or, um, you know, basic place that you could buy some, uh, you know, a computer or something like a Best Buy or Walmart, something like that, uh, and just talk to someone that works there and let them know what you need. They would be more than able to uh, point you in the right direction. But a device running a full set of Microsoft Windows or Apple Mac OS would be guaranteed to um, take the uh, payload of everything that is needed here at the Keystone School. It'd be able to do any anything that you need, basically. On top of uh, just a device to run your classes, you're going to need uh, some word processing programs. The, the baseline word processing that we usually recommend is uh, to use Microsoft Office for a few reasons. One, it's kind of an industry standard. Everyone has it. All of your teachers have it and would be able to open any files that you send through Microsoft Office um, or as a Microsoft Office document. And this would be Microsoft Word, Excel, um, or PowerPoint. That kind of thing. There are some alternatives such as uh, like Google Docs, Apple Pages, that kind of thing. And we usually recommend against using these unless you know how to export your work as a PDF, right? The one alternative that we do uh, suggest that would work, you know, without any kind of alteration or anything is a program called OpenOffice that you can get at openoffice.org. And it's basically a Microsoft Office copycat. Uh, it's a free program, totally legit. We use it, you know, some of the people that work here at Keystone use it. But the best thing about it is that your teachers are going to be able to open any of the files that you send using Microsoft Office, right? Pretty simple stuff. That would be some of the baseline technology that you use. And, you know, there are some other things like you would obviously need a keyboard to type on if you're using a full computer and not just a laptop and a mouse and stuff like that. Um, the other thing that you want to make sure that you have 
most laptops will have this, um, but if uh, you have a desktop that doesn't have it, you might want to get an external one, which would be a microphone. In case you have a class uh, that you would ever need to do a presentation, such as a speech, or um, if you're taking a foreign language class that may need you to uh, do an assignment where you speak the language exactly. Right. So the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, scheduling and time management. Aside from trying to keep a manual list of your course time and class activity, you could try using different applications. Um, you could search for these on smartphone uh, app stores. There's a couple called T uh, Rescue Time or Focus Me. These applications can help you track activity throughout your day and can help you block distracting websites as you go about your school day as well. You can also use an application called 21 Days. This application helps build healthy habits by allowing you to set goals for yourself and then walks you through steps on how to reach those goals every day. This would be ideal for trying to build a healthy habit to making sure that you're staying on track with your daily coursework and your schedule. You can also use settings that are built into your smart devices that limit websites and screen time to help from getting distracted throughout your day. And this would be a big recommendation um, if the cell phone or a smart device is a distraction of yours throughout the day. Um, it's very simple to go into your settings um, and check out those um, built-in features. You know, a quick Google search if you don't know how to use them is very handy, so do check those out. Next is note-taking. Most word processing programs will have text-to-speech tools. Uh, sometimes reading course content all day can get pretty boring, or for many of us, we are auditory learners. And just by reading all day is not going to help us learn the material. That's where text-to-speech tools come in handy. Um, so in our classes, we do have a reading bar that you can uh, check out. It's within your course content that allows you to have the slides read to you aloud. You can use the settings button to change the speed and the reading and highlight the color to, the personal, uh, to personalize what you like best. And then if you're ever tired of typing, um, you can use speech to text tools. Um, you know, some of us might not be the best typers in the world. I'm definitely not. Um, or you might not be the fastest and that could be a hindrance on, you know, how quickly you can get your assignments done. Or maybe, and this is kind of my problem sometimes, does your brain think faster than your fingers can type? Um, you might have a hard time getting on paper what your brain is thinking. So you can use a speech-to-text tool uh, to have the computer write for you. If you're using an Apple computer, you can use Apple Dictation and fully control your, uh, your computer entirely with your voice using Siri speech recognition. And then uh, if, you have, if you are using uh, Google Docs, there is Google Docs voice typing that allows you to use your microphone on your device to help you write documents within Google. But if, like most of the world, you're using uh, Windows 10 or 11, Microsoft Windows has a speech recognition tool, um, a voice typing tool already provided to you within Microsoft Word. You can begin dictating uh, your speech to text. You can open the app um, or document that you have, and there should be a button that has a little microphone icon that says dictate. You click that, your microphone turns on, and you can start talking, and it will automatically write out your, um, your paper or your assignment that you're trying to do. Now, the one thing about these programs that you have to keep in mind is that they are not perfect. 
you know? So they might not recognize when uh, you stop a sentence or need a comma somewhere. So this is also where it's very important to help uh, to, to know exactly what you're doing when it comes to writing. Because again, these programs are not perfect. So reread your paper, make sure that all the punctuation and everything is perfectly where you want it. Um, you know, proofread, fix any, you know, spelling mistakes or anything that the computer might make. Next, taking digital notes. We all know that taking notes is extremely important to learning your course content. Uh, to the full extent. While notebooks and paper are fantastic and, you know, a time-tested uh, piece of perfection there, sometimes it's not feasible or it's not how you learn best. So you can check out some digital note-taking platforms to help you use your technology, to help you use technology to your advantage. There is a program called Google Keep that allows you to take uh, digital notes and convert them to lists, labels, color-coded uh, color items, uh, archive notes, you can have drawings put in there, um, and you can even add reminders with all of your, uh, you know, digital notes and everything, and it all stays in with your Google account. You can have access to your notes wherever you go without needing a physical notebook, and they're available on all devices that you can log into your Google account with. Another one which I used extensively uh, throughout my schooling, which was Evernote. It's an app that you can download from uh, the uh, application store platforms. Uh, it's in the App Store for iPhone, and I know it's in the Google Play Store. Um, but it allows you to keep all your important information handy and synced across all your devices. You can add text, images, audios. You can scan items. You can make items into PDFs and, you know, Keep all your documents in one spot and keep your uh, or notes organized. And this is great, especially if you want to uh, ever handwrite any assignments that you want, because you can scan a, uh, your materials into a PDF and then upload your materials that way. It has a search feature in it, so you can uh, always go quickly to the items that you're looking for within your uh, Evernote app. And you can always try to, uh, you know, keep things organized that way. And again, it's available on all mobile devices. And it's also available on uh, a full computer as well. If you go to the, um, the Microsoft Store platform or the Apple Mac Store platform that's on a, an Apple computer. Next is submitting course and class interaction. While Keystone classes are accessible from almost any device, we do, again, recommend that the best course of action when you have to interact with your class by submitting assignments, doing tests, and submitting discussions to be used on a full laptop or desktop computer. Not all assignments need to be completed on a digital uh, platform either. You may handwrite some assignments as long as you write legibly and have the ability to scan your assignments into your computer to submit. And there are a number of different applications that you can use. Um, I know Adobe has different uh, platforms that you can use for uh, scanning PDFs into a device. Um, and there's also native ones on an iPhone feature right within your notes application. So you can check that out and it works wonderfully. All you have to do is scan the item and uh, it saves to your iCloud account. 
I would recommend then emailing that PDF to yourself on a full computer and then uploading that PDF to your class as an assignment. So that would be the best way of uh, making sure that everything is good to go when it comes to submitting an assignment like that. The next thing that you always want to do whenever you are interacting with your courses, um, if it's on a, a mobile device or a full laptop or desktop, is when you uh, complete a test or a quiz or you submit an assignment for a grade or even a discussion, go into the gradebook. That red bar that goes across your screen uh, in your classes that has, uh, you know, content and progress, grades, um, you know, everything like that. Click on your grades button. Make sure that you have a submission for the assignment that you just posted. Double check your work. Make sure that everything is there. That way you can always, uh, you know, troubleshoot anything that's going wrong. If you accidentally submit the wrong item or you uh, submitted an assignment that might not be showing up, you can always go in and fix the issue right away and not have to wait for teacher feedback telling you that an assignment is blank or you uploaded the wrong assignment or anything like that. And those are some basic technology tips and tricks for working with your classes here at Keystone. If you ever need any uh, assistance or questions answered about technology or about your assignments or anything like that, you can always feel free to contact the Student Success Advisors at studentsuccess at keystonehighschool.com and we'd be more than happy to help you out from there. Have a great day, everyone.